Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. We are back with session nine of this 12-part series of talks that I call Theology of Work 101. This 12-episode series is a concise teaching that will help introduce you to the theology of work and help you recover the dignity and mission of vocation. This series is derived from my book titled Managing Your Metron, A Practical Theology of Work, Mission, and Meaning. I believe this series of talks will be crucial in helping you become a successful Metron manager. I hope you're being inspired and challenged by this series. Welcome back to session nine. We need to talk about the cultural mandate because there was a lot more going on in the garden and a lot more going on in our metrons than we might realize. And if we're going to make a significant impact in our life and make a, and leave a significant mark in eternity, we have to understand this uh, discussion around culture biblically. So I've actually taken a large section of the center of the book and built that out. Uh, and this is going to be kind of a, little, a very much a synopsis of that content. It's not going to be in depth. Uh, it might feel in-depth to you if you haven't heard this before, but trust me, if you want the full picture and a more linear, comprehensive approach to it, please do just read the book and you'll get a, a solid handle on this. I've taken a bunch of excerpts here from this, uh, this project, this book I've done, and I'm trying to build for you a quick case about the cultural mandate and help tie it into our previous discussion on the original commission, the great commission, and what we're about right now. So if you haven't seen those previous two sessions on theology of work, I'd encourage you to watch those uh, before diving into this section. So the cultural mandate. Culture is where the spiritual and the natural come together, Darrell Miller says. So the original commission and the cultural mandate. What were Adam and Eve actually doing in their work in the garden? We talked about their relationship to the natural world, their lateral responsibility, and their vertical responsibility to managing relationship with God and the managing out vertically or horizontally out into creation. But there was another layer, a deeper depth going on that they were responsible for than just the physical condition of the earth. They were also responsible for the cultural equation of what was happening in the garden. And for us, it's a model of what we're responsible for in our metrons. So part of the original commission was to cultivate relationship with God through worshipful work. Adam and Eve were commissioned not only for creation care, but also to determine and manage the spiritual software that would operate on God's hardware. They were originally culture shapers. Thus, we find 
that what is at the heart of the original commission was truly about maintaining and expanding this holistic, integrated culture of the garden. Yes, it included creation, care, and those aspects, but it also was another uh, dimension deep. That it, Adam and Eve were in charge of the spiritual condition, the spiritual format that was going on in the garden and stewarding the presence, making the presence of God welcome in the garden. What happened when relationship was broken with God through sin, that environment was cut off. It was, it was diminished. It was destroyed. And Adam and Eve were put out of the garden. So they, they faltered on managing that culture of relationship with God. They faltered on managing and stewarding, guarding, protecting, watching, keeping, cultivating an environment that was welcoming to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, to their heavenly father. They didn't do a good job of being Metron apostles or garden apostles. And we all know what happened because of that. So what do we do now in the new covenant when we're managing our Metron and we're in charge of being culture shapers, culture managers, as well as creation care and managing relationship with our father God. So the culture of the garden was a product of perfect vertical and horizontal relationship with God, mankind and creation. Genesis 2.15, then the Lord God took the man, put him into the Garden of Eden to cultivate it and keep it. We looked at the word cultivate and understood previously that it meant work, but it also meant worship. And that the word cultus, the Latin word cultus, is where we get uh, the word worship derived from that in English. And another derivative is the word cult which you would even see in other uh, Latin languages or Spanish, um, where you use the word cultos or cultos, I think they say it like that, to mean a worship service. Uh, so there's still connotations in, the, in those original language links. So cultos or cultus in Latin means worship. And Adam and Eve were commissioned to cultivate work as worship. So what was happening? As we explore that, we see that that word had a definite spiritual dynamic. So in addition to the act of tilling or cultivating, one of the many primary meanings of the word cultus was the act of honoring or worshiping, reverence, adoration, veneration, and loyalty. That's a deep, deep understanding of what God was giving Adam and Eve, giving us in the original commission. There's a quote here from a book called Ando, The Matter of the Gods says, cultus is often translated as cult without the negative connotations the word may have in English or with the old English word worship, but it implies the necessity of active maintenance beyond passive adoration. So it's talking about cult being um, the root word of worship. So from cultus, we get cult. From cult, we get the root word of culture. This is where we want to focus. So culture is an outworking of worship. Culture is directly tied, even linguistically, to the idea of worship. To really understand what's going on in the world and to understand what we are to be about, we have to unpack this idea of culture. It is probably the most misunderstood concept that's out there. It causes all kinds of problems, all kinds of misunderstandings, and all kinds of rogue ideas and philosophies that are not even just linguistically aligned, much less biblically aligned. So as we said earlier, Daryl Miller says, culture is where the spiritual and the natural come together. 
This is our cultural mandate to manage that connection point. G.K. Beale addresses this dynamic in his book called The Temple and the Church's Mission. He gives us some context when he says, Adam was much more than a gardener, but was to maintain the created order of the sacred space of the sanctuary of the Garden of Eden. He goes on to say that Adam's priestly role in the garden was to manage or care for it by maintaining its order and keeping out uncleanness. This included gardening, but likely went beyond to managing the affairs of the sacred place where God's presence dwelt and maintain its orderliness in contrast to the disordered space outside. Remember, the areas that were not yet subject outside the garden were uh, considered disordered or disorderly. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.